This episode of the High Impact Podcast is bringing you Rick Swink. He's known as LinkedIn uh, to F3 Nation. Uh, LinkedIn got established in F3 in Hampton Roads, Virginia, uh, EH by my man Funny Car, who we had on the podcast not too long, well, early on this year, one of our first uh, uh, episodes. And he come, came recommended by Funny Car because this man is undergone a physical transformation, uh, really embracing the F3 culture and, and hitting the fitness. But not only that, he lost about 80 pounds in the process. And now for this upcoming year, he has plans to participate in about eight to 10 different races and a GTE. He's already completed two other GTEs. This guy is motivated, folks, and he took the shovel flag and planted it in Blacksburg, Virginia, because he moved from Hampton Roads to Blacksburg, and he planted the shovel flag there, and he's got a growing region, region, and he has a vision for expansion. Enjoy this episode where LinkedIn tells his story. Welcome to the High Impact Man podcast. High impact men from across the nation sharing their stories of inspiration, encouragement, and hope. Gosh, seek transformational relationships. Now, what you're hearing from the culture is not right. Pick up the six, you know what I mean? But you never know who your six sometimes is. Stop being less. To help others become the virtuous leaders they are called to be and that our nation desperately needs. All right, welcome to another episode of the High Impact Man podcast. We've got another High Impact Man on here that we're going to uh, have tell his story today. Uh, this is LinkedIn. He came recommended by Funny Car. Uh, Funny Car is from down in the Hampton Roads area, right, in Virginia? Yeah. And uh, uh, we, we love Funny Car. He was one of our earlier guests in the podcast when we first started out last year. Yep. Yeah, but definitely one of the first five or ten guys we had on. Yeah, yeah, great guy. So anyway, anybody recommended by him has got to be a high impact man. That's so right. uh, we're going to bring you uh, uh, LinkedIn here, and uh, we're going to hear his story, a uh, story of uh, physical transformation and uh, maybe more. So uh, my name is Nevin Gorky. I'm your host. I'm uh, known as DFib to most of the F3 guys that know me. Well, all the F3 guys that know me, and I'm joined as usual by my co-host Troy Klinger, known as Dial-Up in the Gloom. So, Dial up, appreciate you giving some time in the middle of the day here. We usually record in the evenings, but I got to work evening shift this week. Yeah, hey, gave me a reason to sneak out of work for a little bit. Yeah, sweet. And uh, and uh, Spielberg is MIA. He's working. He's supposedly. working. Yeah, yeah Spielberg, Spielberg couldn't join us. So, uh, we apologize in advance for any technological glitches. But Dial up is performing that function. He's doing it admirably so far. So far. We'll yeah. Hopefully, everything records correctly. That's right. I haven't messed up yet, but there's always a first. Yep, and uh, we will we will make sure we harass him endlessly if he does. So, <laughs> uh, this is we're coming to you on uh, December twenty eighth. We're recording this now, but this is going to drop till about the second week of January, just so people know the chrono chronology of things here. Uh, I like to put that out there. So uh, anyway, without further ado, uh, LinkedIn, welcome to the High Impact Man podcast. Appreciate you being here, man. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Yeah, now you were you were cooking some burgers before we started recording. Are you going to eat those things? Uh, no, I'll I'll wait and I'll I'll eat them later. Oh, they're going to be cold. Fry them up before. Uh, well, I, I'll I'll zap them in the microwave. All right, okay. But that's why he's got the hard stop. Boys got to eat. Yeah, you got to eat, man. Got to got to feed the feed the engine, right? That's right. All right, cool. So, uh, funny car, you're uh, coming to us from Blacksburg, Virginia, I believe. How's the weather there? Uh, it's improving steadily. Um. I did a little bit of uh, binge listening to the podcast before coming on so I could figure out what I was getting myself into. And I had to smile at some of your recent ones talking about the weather yeah. and <laughs> how difficult it was to get out in sub-freezing temperatures in the last few days here 
and in a lot of places across the country, it's been sub zero. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, high high GMI numbers that I've seen on the nation flat recently. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the misery index, right? Yep. I don't know what was yeah, ours on Saturday. Uh, somebody told me on Facebook. Somebody when I posted what we had done, they they said our misery index was. Uh, in the 30s or something like that. Something, something like that. Yeah, 38 yeah. or something like that. Was it yeah. Bing? Bing might have posted. Bing might have commented on that. Yeah, poor Bing down in Florida. Man, they got into the 30s on, on the oh, weekend. shiver me timbers. You think they survived? <laughs> I think so. Because I think yesterday was 80 again. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, the deep freeze is, is thawing out. It's it's amazing when the 20s feel good, right? That's right. Yeah, because it's the 20s today here, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, and it's sunny. We're ready to go shirtless here in the land of the ice and snow. All right. Well, uh, so LinkedIn, tell us uh, the usual stuff. So we want to know how you got involved with F3, who EH'd you, and how did you get the name LinkedIn? So funny car EH'd me. Uh, I was in a sales role at my current employer, and um, I just moved to the Hampton Roads area, and just was working on building my network there. And so I connected with funny car on LinkedIn and I think I'm pretty sure it was his first response to my initial contact involved the words, have you heard of F3? Uh So um, I did a quick search because I didn't want to click his link because I don't like clicking links because that's (laughs) dangerous nowadays. Um, Looked at the website, checked it out and, it was exactly what I needed at that time. At least that's what I thought and turned out to be true. So on December 22nd of 2020, I posted for the first time and um, they gave me my name LinkedIn because that's how I connected with Funny Car was on LinkedIn. Um, and I posted the 22nd and then the 23rd and then I came back here for Christmas and tested positive for COVID. So I had mm. to take a break for a few months before I could get back at. Yeah. And so, so how far away you're Blacksburg, Virginia, you live in Blacksburg, right? Yes. And, and, but you were posting in Hampton roads. How far away is that? It's well, it depends on what kind of foot you have, whether it's lead or speed <laughs> limit abiding uh-huh. somewhere between four and a half and five and a half hours. It also depends uh-huh. on where in Hampton roads you're going. All right. So how'd you do that? You kept going there and posting there somehow? How, how did, you know, was there, did you, is there uh, a region closer to Blacksburg? Well, in December of 2020, I had just moved to Hampton Roads from Blacksburg. Got it. And I lived there until August of this year. Okay. When I moved back and uh, the closest F3 to Blacksburg was in Roanoke, which is a 40-ish minute drive. Um and that was definitely too far for the weekdays and still too far for Saturdays. So we launched here in late October. Nice. Did you plant the shovel ago. flag yourself? We did. I, I Sure. Yeah, I did. We did a, a bunch of flyer distributing and Facebook posting and LinkedIn and Nextdoor and posting all over kinds of places. And um there were two other transplants, uh, one other one from Hampton Roads, and then uh, Turkey Jerky from uh, Churum moved here within the last few months. So we had three transplant F3 guys, five FNGs, and eight 
came down from Roanoke to help us launch on October 29th. Wow, so we good. had 16 total. Yeah, good launch. Nice. So that make you the Nantan? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You, <laughs> you got to own it, brother. By default. Yeah, I'm the yeah, Nantan. Yeah, I'm the yeah. Nantan. Yeah. You need to get your guys to celebrate Nantan week. Yeah, Nantan week. All right, well, we'll talk about it. All right. <laughs> when does that take place? Is, that a, is there can, a certain week so, of the year that... So, yeah, it's whenever I have a week that, available to show up. <laughs> yeah, for, for us, it's whenever he has a full week to commit to uh, to posting every day. But uh, it, it's it's a okay. flexible date. Yeah, it's not like the third week of certain month or anything like that. No, we probably should. Eventually, we're going to make it a national event, though. Yeah, yeah, that's dial-up's hope. Yeah, because he's going to be the next Nantan. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm the Nantan. I, that was just something, just real quick. That was just something that uh, I put out there as a goofy thing. What three years ago? Yeah, it's kind of like Festivus. It's just yeah, a made Festivus. Up. It's, <laughs> it's a made up. <laughs> totally. Yeah, and and the guys that especially dial-up, he took took uh, took it and ran with it. And but the guys uh, just basically roast me the whole week. You know, at the beatdowns and various other ways. So yeah, that's Nantan week. So got to tell your. Yeah, we need to get it. to the point where we've got seven days a week. I guess technically before we can do a Nantan week. No, no, we no, don't. We, we, we have six. We yeah, we have six. Yeah, we have six. Yeah. Even the Lord rested yeah. on the seventh okay. day. So yeah, that's it's right. Okay. You could do it too. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, but they got you know you can go out for wing night or you know pizza night or whatever and you know some yeah. second F stuff. You can just make it yours, man. You got to do the airing of grievances. And no, wait, that's that is Festivus. That's Festivus. Never mind. <laughs> but that doesn't stop them from airing grievances. Anyway, yeah, Nantan right. week. So that's pretty cool. So you put your uh, planted the shovel flag in Blacksburg, and and it's a it's a mustard seed as we call it, right? And uh, and you've got how many days a week are you going now? Uh, we're up to three now. We started with one uh, Saturdays, and then we launched Tuesdays and Thursdays about a month in um and we're getting ready to start our fourth uh this coming monday january 2nd we're going to do a a ruck on the other side of town so yeah, nice. it'll be our first at a different location than the original yeah are you getting good numbers out decent we've got a steady five or six you know depending on what the uh i guess ir looks like for right, that yeah. day yeah. so Sure. Well, that's really good, though. Uh, for a mustard seed starting out, that's great, really good. Yeah, great start. You've, uh, what, three months? You've tripled your AOs, and you're adding a fourth here in the fourth month, so very cool. Yeah, and, and you have connections, right? You have a network already with Hampton Roads and other other guys, and, I mean, they came to help you launch. Yeah, for the, for the first five weeks, we had somebody either from Hampton Roads or Roanoke or one of the trans Or the fifth was Dream Liar came in from Hampton Roads and he did a Q school for everybody. Yeah, nice. So, all right, cool. Uh, so, how did you get the name LinkedIn? Because that's how you found him, right? Right. Yeah, okay. connected with Funny Car on LinkedIn. All right, cool. So, tell me about uh, where you grew up. You grew up in Fredericksburg, is that right? I was born in Fredericksburg. I grew up in King George, which is about half an hour east of Fredericksburg, and there's a naval base there. My dad was a engineer um, and he worked there from when he graduated at, at tech until he retired in 2012 I think um, no 2010 and then he moved back here to Blacksburg after he retired because this is where he grew up yeah yeah I saw in your bio you're what are you like fourth generation hokey is that what you said fourth generation yeah there's a uh, uncle with some number of greats beforehand that graduated in 1906 
And then my grandfather was class of 1930. My dad was 74. And then my sister actually graduated in 04 and I graduated in 07. So you're like a legacy. You guys get like a building named after you or something. (laughs) I don't know that we've got enough money to donate to the school to get there, but (laughs) maybe one day. The the LinkedIn library. Start with a tree. (laughs) A tree, yeah. Start with a tree, a little plaque. That'd be good. <laughs> All right, cool. So when you were growing up, did, were you, did you play sports? Were you involved uh, with athletics? So I played rec soccer as a kid, um, but I was, I was always a, a chubby kid and running was not my thing. So sports as a result was not really my thing. I did try football. Um, when it was rec football, the pants were too itchy. And so... <laughs> You know, didn't didn't last very long at that. And then um, I played for part of a year in high school, um, but used used uh, like schoolwork as an excuse to yeah. not have to do that running anymore. So yeah, just I you know I'm a, I would say that the the sport that's the most frequently mentioned that guys have played in high school is soccer. Yeah, probably. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, how times have changed. Yeah, because who, right. When I was in high school, we didn't even have soccer at ours. Our no, school. you were jumping bikes off of ramps into a lake and stuff. And yeah, that kind of stuff. <laughs> Running basketball, a little bit of football in junior high. But yeah, yeah the, you're right. The like big soccer, three. Soccer's definitely grown in the United States. Yeah. Um, still getting our butt kicks on the, on the on the World Cup type of level. But uh, yeah, it's making progress. Yeah. How, how tall are you? Yeah. Like you're walking around your house here. And it looks like you're going to whack your head off the beams. You look like you're a giant, <laughs> man. I'm I'm six three. And there's just a there's a low ceiling in here. Okay, yeah. well, you're, but you're tall, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty tall. Six three. You got me by three inches. It was two inches. I lost an inch somewhere along the way. <laughs> I was six foot six when I got married. Yeah. So. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> All right, cool. So, uh, what did you study at uh, Virginia Tech? At Virginia Tech, my major was residential property management. And I had a minor in real estate. And so I worked in that career for one of those two careers, whether it was property management or real estate for about, trying to do math, 15-ish years. And then um, I moved into the financial services industry because I think that's more uh, D2X for me. Sure. What is, no, so D2X for those that don't know what that means. Uh, tell them what D2X so that, means. That is the crossroads of your dolphin and daffodil, which the dolphin is the the thing that you're born to do, designed to do. So it's the thing that you enjoy doing. Right? Something yeah, along, no, that's right. along yeah. those lines. Yeah, I call yeah. it a dolphin yeah. because dolphins were born to swim, and that's what they do. They swim. Yeah. Right. And the daffodil is... Not a really easy uh, uh, description, but uh, basically it means the the people that you want to serve. There's people group or people that you want to serve, right? That sounds right. Yeah, better than my description. Yeah, and, and where they where they good. intersect, that's the D two X because it forms an X, right? right? Two D's and an X. Right. Dread loves that stuff. That's in Q source. Yeah. Right. No, it's yeah. in free to lead. Probably mentions it in Q source too, but it's in free to lead where yeah, I first I think read it's in both. But yeah, I think you're right. Free to lead. So basically, that's yeah. that's where you find your purpose, right? Right, exactly. It's been a, been a minute since I've read Free Delete, so yeah, 
It's a little rusty on the definition. Oh, that's okay. That's um, right. You did fine, man. Yeah, that was fine. And uh, um, fi- you're going to have to explain to me, what is financial services? What does that mean? So it, when I was in the sales position that I mentioned earlier, when I moved to Hampton Roads, I was a stockbroker um, selling stocks and insurance and uh, you know helping people with retirement and that kind of stuff. And I do similar kind of work. Um, I just work remotely for our home office with the same firm. Um, I'm still client facing, but not as much in a sales role. Well, I got it. So you take other people's money and invest it for them. Is that right? Yes. Okay. That's the short way I put it. All right. You got to break out on your own, man. You do your own, your own company. Then you get really rich. Just <laughs> dial up and I'll invest. Right. And I'll give you our money and you could you know, make us millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, just we'll no, see. Maybe just, one day. It's just no crypto. Maybe one day, but <laughs> prob- probably not. If that ever happens, not for a while. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll be dead by then. So it's okay. <laughs> I'll be I'll be uh, pulling from my 401k and 403b. You're gonna die. Well, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So that's what you do for for your mammon. Uh, and you you told me you're married, right? In your bio. Yes, you my got, wife Marie. We got married in 2016. Nice. You got to tell us how you met your wife because Dial Up loves those stories. So my wife and I actually went to uh, middle and high school together. Oh. Um, but we weren't running in the same circles at that time. Um, both of our younger brothers are the same age. So our younger brothers were good friends with each other. Um, she was captain of the cheerleading squad and I was very much not in that circle. Um, (laughs) but then I went to tech. She went to Radford, which is just a few miles down the road where my brother went to school. So she and my brother became friends and they maintain their friendship to this day. But, um, after I moved to Baltimore for a couple of years and after I got back, um, she and I connected. So did you connect on LinkedIn? No. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got to come full circle no. there. You know, the whole LinkedIn. Yeah. No, yeah. The, it, it was in person. We not the intent you know. of LinkedIn. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> he's probably still, he's going to probably after, after this episode here, she's going to be like, Hey, well, hey what's LinkedIn? <laughs> I think I'm on LinkedIn somehow. Like in the years ago, I got like yeah. some kind of LinkedIn. I got LinkedIn to LinkedIn, yeah. but I've never looked at it. So I have no idea. Yep. That's pretty you, interesting. You fall in with a whole bunch of people right there, I think. Yeah. It'd be pretty interesting if I got back in there and see like any messages I may have gotten over the last eight who, years. Or who, whatever. who owns LinkedIn? Is it, it's, oh. it's like one of the big like Facebooks or. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. You probably had like automatically got an account created because you had an account in another social media platform would be my guess, but I have no idea. I could be wrong. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think I have another, I think I have a Gmail account out there too from like 10 years ago that I never used. I wonder how many emails I got on there. All right. Enough about me. So, uh, now one of the reasons you're on here is because funny car was telling us, and you told me in your bio about the physical transformation that took place after you started F3, right? Tell us about that. Right. Well, it actually started a little bit beforehand um, on in Halloween 2020. I went to a Halloween party in the Hampton Roads area. That, that part's just coincidence. But went to this Halloween party. The next morning I woke up and decided I would step on a scale. And I saw the numbers three, four, nine Ooh, on the scale. Yeah. And 
I said, I really don't need that to take up one more. I needed to make a permanent change. And that day I started the carnivore diet and I ate just meat, cheese, and eggs for the next two months. So that included Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm. And, um, just during that time frame, I lost 40 pounds. Wow. And F3 came in right there at the end. And then I've been able to continue to lose over the next couple of years. And, um, all in all, I've lost about 80 pounds. The gap from when I left Hampton Roads and came back here where I, I really didn't have the F3 workouts to go. Now, six days a week on Hampton Roads. And when I was here, I tried working out by myself. I was not as uh, consistent with it. And so I ended up gaining a little bit back. But uh, now that we've launched, I've been able to start taking that back down. So I'm not quite down to where I was before, but I'm getting there. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So, uh, but that's a lot, right? 80 pounds. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yep. It's a lot. And, um, but I've got a lot more to go. So I'm hoping to double that at some point. The carnivore diet. Now that I know that's uh, very successful in helping people lose weight, but that's kind of difficult to sustain. Like, what do you do with your queen now? I'm actually I'm back on it. Okay. So hence hence the burgers I was frying up. Ah, no buns. Before huh? we started, no buns. All right. Just you know, use another burger as a bun. Get double burger. Right. Well, I just eat it with a fork. All right. Um, that so. makes that's more civilized. So what? Um. So that's that. I'm just fascinated by this because I'm I'm not sure. You know, I'm I'm always searching for um, the right way to do things and stuff. And I, I hear people do intermittent fasting, um, the whole thirty, and then there's these like you know cut out carbs kind of thing. Um, I I found what works for me is just is just eating less, right? You know, I know what I normally eat right. during the day. Just cut back on that. Try to cut out bread. I don't cut it out completely, but try to limit it to less than what I usually do. Um, but, uh, but you know, maybe, uh, maybe I should try a little bit of, uh, meat, cheese and eggs for a while. I yeah. like meat, cheese. I mean, and it, sounded, it sounded pretty effective for him. Yeah. Yeah. It's worked great for me. And what I have found is that whenever I introduce other stuff back into the diet, I don't feel well. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it doesn't lay me up in bed or anything, but it's just, I feel slower, well, you know, tired. Um, the carbs really do that to me. Um, but, you know, carnivore, I can eat all the bacon and cheeseburgers that I want and I'm good to go. Yeah. I tried that for like, I, I last like a day because I'm starving. I could eat 40 steaks in a day and I'm still hungry. Yeah. You know, it all comes down to. Well, we're not the hunt for wellness podcast, right? But they, no. they, this is more up their alley. But yeah. you know, most of the time it comes down to balance. But unfortunately, you know, we had so many years where we pushed grains and carbs as being yeah. the foundation of the pyramid of our, of the, of the nutrition pyramid. And everybody thought, Oh, I can eat as much of that as I want and be healthy where it's, it's still a balance of, of mixing yeah. with the right oh. ratio for your proteins. Balance grasshopper. Yeah. How about it? Yeah. I think <laughs> the, the old, and it's also, go ahead. 
I was going to say, I think that the best diet is lean meats, fruits, and vegetables. Yeah, that's, that's always, it seems to always come down to that, but I've, I've had success with weight loss when I just eat less, you know, basically cut, right. cut everything in half. If I eat a sandwich, I, normally I eat half a sandwich, you know, or whatever, you know, that kind of thing. I just got to quit picking out. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's an important part of it, but it, it's all person specific too. You know, you've got a lot of people out there that don't handle meat well. And so they have success on the vegetarian whatever it is that they're doing with vegetarian or vegan or, you know, there's all different options out there and whatever works for you is what you should do. Yeah. Well, let's get back to the fitness aspect. So tell me, uh, you got three beat downs a week there. What are they like? Are they all boot camp workouts? You may have mentioned this and, and I missed it. I apologize, but what are they like? I haven't. Um, but they, they are all three boot camps. Um, and then the fourth one we're getting ready to start next week is going to be a ruck. Okay, right. You did mention that. And speaking of rucks, you've completed what two GTEs? Two GTEs, and then I helped on the support crew. Uh, so the GTE that GTEs that I've completed were twenty four in Charlotte and thirty two in Hampton Roads, and then I helped with support in uh, ENC for GTE twenty six. ENC was that Eastern North Carolina? Eastern North Carolina, yeah. yeah. And so I, I rucked with one of the platoons. I just didn't have a weight and I didn't have to carry stuff. Yeah. So what was your experience like in your first GTE? The first one, um, it was, it was like drinking from a wire water hose. Cause that was August of 2021. And I had not posted very much at that point. You know, I had my little COVID break and then, you know, started one day a week up to two days a week. When I signed up for the Grow Ruck, I decided I needed to go more. So I was doing four or five days a week. Um, but still, by the time August rolled around, I had maybe maybe posted 50 times. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I learned a lot in grow school. Um, it was very, very hot in Charlotte for that, um, that Grow Ruck. I want to say the low was in the mid eighties yeah, in the wow. middle of the night, something along those lines. Um, I had never rucked for miles up a stream before. Um, so that was an interesting experience. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there was there's lots of new that happens at your first grow ruck. So if someone has not participated in a grow ruck, I highly recommend it. You learn a lot. Um, take notes at grow school, but also participate. Um, and then I would also recommend doing it a second time because once you have that foundation of doing it the first time and while every grow ruck is different, the second time you're able to take in a little bit more because it's not as overwhelming as the first time. All right, cool. Yeah. And uh, we know we got it uh, from the from the horse's mouth uh, from Cadre Danny that uh, this year they're going to uh, do a GTE that's running and not rucking. I've I've heard that, and yeah. I hope that everyone that participates in that event really enjoys it. Um, but it likely will not be me. <laughs> but you had to go through the APFT for the for the grow ruck, right? So Army Physical Fitness Test, and you got to run two miles in a certain time. Was that hard for yeah. you? Because you're still a bigger guy then, right? Yes. 
And, you know, that was something that I specifically had to train for um, because I don't remember when I started training for it, but when I started paying specific attention to being able to run that two miles in less than whatever the cutoff is, 22 minutes and something seconds, um, I was not able to do it. So I had to run a lot more um, in order to make sure I was going to be able to pass that. Yeah. Are you still running? Do you still do any running? Um, I have turned it down because I was also doing ruck training. I just, I enjoy rucking more than I do running, Yeah. but I need to turn it back up because I just signed up for a trail running series. So I've got six running trail running races coming up over the next five months. So, and they are increasing in length. Wow, it's a series. I never heard of that. That's cool, yeah. Yep. So it's the Roanoke Non-Ultra Trail Running Series, or R-Nuts for short. <laughs> I like and, it. Um, it's seven races, and you, you know, the goal is obviously you want to complete them all, but if you do five of the seven races, there are, you know, each race has its own awards and whatever free giveaway t-shirt that you get. Um, but then the series itself, if you sign up for the series and you complete five races, then that has its own set of awards and giveaways and stuff. So um, I think the shortest one is a maybe a five miler and it goes on up to a full marathon. Really? I have been told that the, full marathon has some significant elevation change to it and it's a and rock scrambling involved so i opted for the shorter 25k for that particular day still still a solid distance for uh for yeah. a trail race so what's 25k about 18 miles 20 miles no it'd be what, 12 13 13 and a half or so somewhere oh, it's like, a, like a half marathon half, yeah okay yeah i think it's a little longer than a half yeah wow all right, man. Well, you better get on it. Get your running in. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Buy some running new running yeah. shoes. Actually, I take it back. Twenty five k would just be like got 18. new running shoes. Yeah, there you go. See, yeah. Sorry, I guess I take that back. Right, so ten k is six point like two, right, so twelve point four plus three point one. Right, so fifteen point. Yeah, five. There you go. <laughs> I think my math was right. Quick. Don't don't anybody don't anybody double check that because yeah, double check our math. We just want to be right. <laughs> All right, cool. Trail running series. All right, got anything else coming up? I have uh, last year in March, I did an 8K in Virginia Beach, and that's the Shamrock. They do an 8K, a half marathon, and a full marathon. So right after I finished that, I went ahead and signed up for the 8K and the half marathon for this year. So I've got that coming up in March. Um, I'm going to do another grow ruck of some sort this year i just haven't decided which one i was going to do the one in uh dc but that kind of falls right in the middle of all the trail running races and the half marathon and so wow you you signed up for a lot for 2023 yeah holy well what i have found is that i stay more on track with my long-term goals of losing weight and staying at a lower weight if I have something to train for. Yeah, absolutely. And something that I need to make sure that I'm in shape for. Yeah. Have you ever done the Blue Ridge Relay? Not yet. Um, That's something I need to, I need to find a a ruck team that's 
looking for another person. So if anybody out there that does the ruck teams needs another person, hit me up on. Oh, you want to ruck the BRR? Ooh. There's a group or two yeah. that does it, right? Yeah, there's usually one. Yeah, I think they leave earlier, right? Uh, they they start earlier than yeah. the running. Yeah. yeah, they start early and plan to finish around the same time as the runners. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That there's a number of uh, pretty good hills in in that race too. A few. Yep. That's, that's nice. what I've heard. Yeah. Cool. All right. When you ruck that, do you have to, what is there, what's the minimum weight you have to carry 30? Well, I, I don't know that there's an official ruck division or anything like that. I think it's just some guys who decided they wanted to ah, try to ruck it and they it. do it. So I don't know that there's a prescribed weight or not. That's something I'd have to, hmm. if there's a, if there's a ruck team out there, let me know. All right. We all listen out there. Ruck team for BRR hit up LinkedIn. That's right. You, you could probably find them on LinkedIn. They, they yep, have a, I'm there. Yeah, they have a, <laughs> uh, Blue Ridge has a Facebook page as well. You should maybe get on there and put put something out too that could. Oh, good help point. You get you connected. Yeah, yeah. You get on the BRR yeah, website. Cool. LinkedIn. Yeah, I don't even know when that is. Is it the same time each year? I'm assuming. For yeah, it's the the uh, it starts the Friday after uh, the the Friday after uh, Labor, Labor Day. Day. Yeah, and then finishes right. on Saturday. The Rutgers probably start though sometime Thursday. I, would guess. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, weekend after Labor Day, brother. Okay. See dial-up running past you. <laughs> I've never seen Rutgers, so like, No, they, I haven't I seen any Rutgers. ahead of us. No. Maybe they start that earlier. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Good maybe point. Maybe I passed them on some of the steep hills that some people were walking. Anyhow, yeah. just because it's just as fast. Yeah. <laughs> so now that's the reason I, I asked you about the BRR is because as far as inspiration goes, nothing, at least for me, uh, inspires me more than having a team I have to run with you know i don't want to let them down so uh if you're that just for all the guys listening out there you want to you want to motivate yourself and and you need something like that uh committing to being on a team for uh, uh endurance really like that certainly certainly really worked for me i wouldn't have worked as hard i pro- well i'd like to say i would have but i probably wouldn't have worked as hard if i was just doing it on my own you know that kind of thing okay so always helps uh i know you got to uh a deadline here, brother, to get off the air here today, get back to work. So I got two more questions for you. One okay. is, if you were to pick somebody, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be somebody currently living, could be somebody from the distant past, historical figure, family member, whatever. Uh, who would you pick that you would say would be sort of your hero or inspiration, that kind of thing? I, I don't know that I could narrow it down to one. Well, you can pick there, two or three if you want. Yeah. I'm... Yeah, I, I feel like I am such a, you know, I take a little bit from so many different people and try to apply it into my life that, you know, there's there's Bible characters and Bible verses and, um, you know, podcasts that I'm currently listening to. And there's people that are guests on podcasts that I listen to, mm. my family. I mean, there's just so many don't know that I could narrow it down. That's like asking me what's my favorite movie. I can't <laughs> yeah. do that either. Yeah. Well, that's okay. You, mem- sorry, you mentioned Bible characters. What what what's your faith? How did your faith play a role in your life? Well, um, it it has played a much larger role as of recently. Um, F three's definitely brought that out of me. Um, and 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 my M, my wife Marie, she uh, she. Before we got married, 
we decided to to choose a church because we wanted to be a church going couple, and mm-hmm. so we uh, visited a few different church churches and chose a church. And um, you know, I I haven't been as I guess you could say as religious as I have recently in my entire life. So mm-hmm. it's it's definitely turned up. It's had. Um, you know, going, going to church with, with Marie has turned it up. And then after he turned it up to another level, cause a lot of the guys that I've connected with, you know, we, we had a group that did, uh, read the Bible in a year. So I've got a couple days left on that. Um, and I, I've tried to do that three or four times in the past and, you know, give up a couple of months in. So this will be the first time I've ever actually made it through, um, you know, praying on a regular basis is not something that I've done until F3, you know, have a prayer at the end of every workout. And so that's, that's been part of F3 that's made a huge positive impact in my life. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, keep at it, man. Uh, it, there's there's an, an endless treasure trove, tre- treasure trove, of wisdom and knowledge and inspiration uh, from God's word. Uh, it never ends. I keep reading it and reading it and reading it and keep finding, coming up with new stuff. Every time you read it, find something new. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. That's great, man. Congratulations on that. Um, so last question for you. Uh, this is your chance to speak to the men of America, conspire the men of America. What's your message for the men of America? Work hard to be better. Mm, good words. And that's it. Yeah. Stick with that. That's core value number two. Yep. Work hard. Yeah. Simple, simple words, but man, good quality, right? Work hard work to be hard, better. Work hard to be better. Because yeah. it works, right? Yeah. It works. Yep. You put the work in, you do get better. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your uh, time there, brother. Uh, thank you for uh, joining us today. I think yeah, you're um, an inspiration to guys who can, uh, you know, Get off the couch, get working, you know, get better, make yourself better. And, and you've done that. You've done that through hard work. And also, man, setting all these goals for this year. I mean, if I'm counting right, there's at least like eight or nine different races he's Big doing goals, and yeah. a GTE, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. So, uh, stick with it and, and, uh, get back to us. Let us know how these things are going. We'd love to hear back from you. Uh, you know, give us an update okay. in like six months, you know, how things are rolling uh, through the races down there for you. Yeah. Eventually, yeah, we'd like sure to. Sure will. Yeah, eventually, I think we'd like to, on this podcast, circle back to some guys we've had, you know, on and, and uh, kind of check in and see see what they've done, what's the impact they've had since they were on the podcast the first time. So Yeah. And did you hear, the, like, so he, he mentioned people that, like, inspire and hears. He said podcast. I think dial up. You, you know, we might be one of those. No? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> he crashed curse. He crashed course on us. But, uh, <laughs> You know, hey, dude, kudos too for you know for getting Blacksburg started, yeah. as, as well. Yeah. You know, by you know getting involved and, and getting those connections and and taking what you've gained from F three and saying, hey, other men need this, and uh, expanding the footprint of F three across the nation. So, so big shout Absolutely. out for that. Yeah, and you're off to a great start from the sounds of it. It's it's a need that's out there. It's a need that some guys don't know they have yet, um, and so you're giving them that opportunity there. So keep keep on keeping on. Yeah, good word, man. Yep, keep EHing, guys. There, appreciate it. I'm excited to to have started, and I'm excited to continue growing F3 
in all of the New River Valley, not just Blacksburg. So we've got a, a couple other or another town and a and a city of Radford that we need to expand into at some point. So we'll get there. Nice. You got a vision. Yes. Excellent. Yep. All right. Well, thanks, LinkedIn. I got you out here right on time. Look at that. 11.59. It's going to be noon soon. You can eat your burgers and get back to work. Enjoy those burgers, man. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks brother. God on. bless. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I would like to thank our guests for joining us and sharing their story of becoming a high-impact man. More information and resources can be found at highimpactman.com. If you like this podcast, please consider following us on our social media pages or email us at him at highimpactman.com. That is H-I-M at highimpactman.com. The High Impact Man podcast has a new episode every week. And you can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcast platforms. Have a great week, everyone.